This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blurred shit and blackness from the mixed black <laughs> perspective. I see. <laughs> every I always time. try to put myself on mute, right. but then I need you to know I'm laughing at you, so I unmute myself. <laughs> what I do is I, I, I said I'm gonna try it differently, and every time I'm gonna try to see if I get if I get Maine to go through and and and, and laugh. So <laughs> and we got to start it off all light and shit, you know. <laughs> there it is. What's cracking, girl? Not much. Um, except for I had another shitty day at work. Man, is trying to make me quit. I do not oh, understand yeah? this dude. So is it is it he just comes at you wrong? Or? No, he's just a narcissist. Oh, and he yeah. has no awareness of anybody else. And so today his whole thing was he needed a charger for his phone mm-hmm. and asked if I had one. And I said, yeah. And then he goes and unplugs my phone and plugs his phone and then puts his phone on my desk. And then he gets a phone call and there's an extra phone in my office. I have a private office. But it has an extra table with a phone. So he jumps on yeah. there, puts that call on speakerphone, then realizes he needs to talk to So he comes and grabs his phone off my desk from the charger. And when he does it, he knocks over my Deadpool unicorn, which normally I don't like to have shit at work in case I ever want to quit or walk away or something else goes down. <laughs> I just leave. But I was you, decided, white, you white box ready? <laughs> I'm ready. You I'm ready to go. Um, but, but this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to put my Deadpool unicorn out there so they understand who, who they got at this desk, right? And he knocked that over, reaching over my monitors, he knocked that over to get to his phone. And he tried to pick it up. But because it's wobbly, because, you know, the pop Funko Pops have the b- bobbleheads, it yeah. bounced around. So he just like kind of chucked it back at me, which pissed me off because it scuffed. You might as well scuff my kicks. I was like, uh, you right. know, so I made oh, like a goodness. I made like a uh, kind of a thing. And then he, he makes right. a uh, as he's trying to pull his phone off my charger. And then so, he has his cell phone and my work phone on speakerphone side by side and then gets mad at the two people he has on the two different calls that they're both talking at the same time. So I got up and left my office. <laughs> got to. Like, bro, I mean, obviously, this is this is where you want to be. You're in my <laughs> right? space. You're in my space. So goodness mm. sakes, I, I, I hate when people invade your space, but then feel inconvenience when you then something doesn't go their way or it's not the way that right. they like it. Right. And sh- you're like. Like, you you gotta be in this office. You didn't have to come into mine. So right. yeah, I was as like every now and then I start to feel like you know the benefits outweigh the irritations because I get to come <laughs> home so I can come home and do the podcast stuff or whatever. I get to leave at five thirty, but then he pulls a, a shit like that and it just like I'm back to looking on LinkedIn and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. You got like, close. Like, you got close your uh, your tabs when he comes in that motherfucker because you're you know moving to somewhere else. I'm like, Ugh. but yeah. So other than that, I'm ready to talk about other things. Right. I mean, we could. We sh- you, you should have started off the day. I mean, it. 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 You know. I mean, it started off with some with some good Marvel news with um. You know, with the seven nods for mm-hmm. Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Um. 
And so, I mean, that's that. I mean, that should have helped you. But then this dude gonna just trample all over that. I, yeah, you know, I feel you, bro. he was getting me all day. Like all day, he was hitting something that was annoying, and I'm sitting there trying to piece every here and then. You know, so I'm sitting there trying to look at my social media, see what's going on. So the good news, though, besides the Marvel thing, I don't. Well, I don't know if it's great news, but it's it's better news than nothing. Is that the courts have finally agreed to reduce? What was was it saying? Reducing the uh, R. Kelly. Uh, studio in Chicago. They're only right. he's only allowed to operate in there uh, from nine to five. He got to get rid of all the stuff that looks like people live in there, and mm. uh, he owes like one hundred and sixty five thousand dollars in back rent. So he's he's in like violation mode just on that studio alone. So that's at least step one in a process of like breaking up his empire. Right. So I mean, it. M- my thing is this: <sighs> when when. when I- how the fuck is he 165,000? I mean, is it like two months rent or is it like years right? of rent? Like, I don't get that shit. I don't understand. Like, I can't go five days after my <laughs> rent is due before they start processing eviction notices and give yeah. you 60 days to get out. How you is out, this motherfucker? And I pay like, it's still exorbitant, but I pay about $2,200 in rent. LA Westside rent. How I got to lose my house in, in 60 days, right. but he can like have. What? multiple houses that get up to a hundred and something thousand. Yeah. That's, that's a whole house I, I payment in some, in some like city yeah. places. That's like, that's a city block in Detroit. Like, I mean, I'm not even being physicians. Like, yeah, you no, buy, right now. Yeah. You totally could yeah. right now. Um, shit, yeah, we could build Wakanda out there if it wasn't so damn cold. You know, we, yeah, we could, but fuck the cold. Yeah. For real. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know you dealt with that shit by East, but Oh yeah. I ain't going yeah, back. I'm good. I right, saw I'm good. something today that was like, Oh, what did it say? It was, I forget who posted it. It might've even been Rashani from single simulcast. And speaking of Rashani from the single simulcast, hey y'all, it's your girl Charmaine, aka Mixed Girl Maine, and apologies for breaking into the middle of this episode, but because we just mentioned him, I wanted to put out a little bit of an announcement. Um, you may not be familiar with Rashani, but he is the busiest man in podcasting. He's the admin to the Black Podcasters United group. He hosts his own show, The Single Simulcast. Uh, he's on a comedy podcast called The Dream Team. He has a, a podcast he shares with other folks called Unburdened about black male mental health. He is on a show called The Kitchen Sink on Patreon with someone you do know, uh, Stephanie from Mocha Minutes, who's been on this show before. And he's just a good, solid dude. He's out here trying to support podcasters all the time. He's checking in on people's mental health and just sending you a little message saying, I heard you were down the other day or I haven't heard from you in a while. Just making sure you're okay. Like he's a good fucking dude. The other day, he and I were both on Why So Serious, Brandon Carr's show, and we were doing a movie review for If Bill Street Can Talk. I think that's going to drop sometime this week or next week. But uh, while we were on that show, he mentioned that the three basketball teams that he is a coach of, children's teams, recently had all of their basketball equipment stolen. Don't know why, don't know who, don't know how, but but it's it's gone and... and the he the two he has two teams that I think are eight to eleven year old kids and then he's got another team that's JV I think he's picking up another team next year or something like that but he and his wife have been trying to quietly replace all the stuff that was stolen bit by bit out of their own pocket and that is kind of crazy 
And that's a pretty heavy burden. He he put out a Facebook fundraiser page, which as of right now is sitting at about 185 out of $400. And and then he also put out an Amazon wish list. I checked out the Amazon wish list and the stuff that they need that was stolen from them definitely is more than $400, which I think is his humble attempt to be like, I'll get what I can get. But if you guys can help out with these couple of things. So we're not going to do that. We're going to spread this around and try to get more people involved to help replace all these kids uh, equipment. So if you can go to our show notes after listening to the show, click on the links, you know, help them with another basketball or some uh, stretch equipment or exercise equipment or whatever. Or you can go to the Facebook fundraise page and drop them a couple bucks, even if it's a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty, whatever. Um, the stuff will add up if enough people get it out there and then those kids can get their equipment restored. And I just think it's, you know, one more effort that we can pitch in and, and help out our community. Community when we get the opportunity to do so. Uh, Blurred Comics will contribute uh, what we can. I think we'll, we'll we'll get at least a couple basketballs out to them and things like that. So yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. We'll go back to the show. But if you could check that out, that would be greatly appreciated. Back to the show. So someone posted a thing from Florida that was like their Florida news. Like it's going to be 56 yes. degrees. Everybody up, shut down your schools and stuff like that. And I was like, I wore hoodies in negative 12 degrees in boston that's how acclimated i got i was cold but you know what i'm saying that yeah is that's ridiculous when they when you're in florida and they're telling you this is how you deal with cold you wear la- uh, layers <laughs> you wear layers that's right it was you wear layers <laughs> and you and you and you avoid outside like <laughs> really this shit outside. is 50 some degrees there's a whole half of the world covered in snow wow. most of the time how are they i don't oh god that's yeah yeah well it's just like here it it gets to be like 74 degrees and people are in like full floor length parkas and shit here in los angeles and you're just like what the hell is happening but right. yeah i don't want to go back to cold no never again fuck all that yeah Never again. Our people were not designed for the <laughs> not, not at all. Yeah. That's probably, and I hate to say this shit because I'm just thinking, but that's probably why they were like, you know what I mean? Up north, slaves got to go up north to, to be to be free. That was like most of, most of the niggas was like mm, Harriet. I don't know about all that cold up north right. though. <laughs> y'all get y'all get long ass winters though. <laughs> I don't know about that shit. I forget what comedian it was, but we went to go see someone or saw it on TV or something. But the dude was saying how much of a, a salesman you had to be to be able to convince folks on the underground railroad to to come out from like the lining of a wall or underneath the basement, wherever they were staying and be like, all right, now I need you to get on this boat and we're going to take you up north. And they're like, boat? <laughs> like, we already took a boat. <laughs> that put us I'm in the wrong place. Now you're going to have us do it and, and, and make us go no- You're going to get us on a boat again? Oh. I'm not going to fall for that shit again. <laughs> you know that. Let's do a couple things. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get in. Let's hit it in this order. Let's talk about... Uh, Oh, gosh, your joke the other day on Facebook. I don't remember who posted what, but someone was posting about that Gillette commercial. Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Is this the best a man can get? Is it? Can't hide from it. Sexual harassment is taking over. It's been going on far too long. can't laugh it off. Who's the daddy? <laughs> what I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. 
Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment. Once, but she says And there will be no going back. Because we, we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Smile, sweetie. Come on. To say the right thing. To act the right way. Not cool. Not cool. Some already are. In ways big. Yo, men. For everyone. And small. I am strong. Some is not enough. So how we treat each other, okay? Okay. Because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow. And yes. um, you had a comment on, I think it was Facebook, maybe it was Twitter, where you said yeah. something about, like, I guess, oh, about this, yeah. doesn't cater to sensitive skin or some shit that it, that's what i where what i'm thinking you know what i mean it was yeah it was uh, on twitter i said yeah because i mean it, most of these dudes out here are real they're feeling some type of way about a commercial that pretty much just says hey guys um you know for a long time you know we've been dicks how about we don't be dicks and maybe our children learning from us not being dicks won't be dicks <laughs> It's not. It wasn't even saying all men are dicks. It was just no, saying some, some of, of us. <laughs> some of you aren't 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 doing things very nicely, and it wasn't even like super over the top preachy either. It wasn't. It it was not. It there was some scenarios that you can you know every day, like a dude chasing after a girl on the street. Uh, every you know one I mean? of the scenarios they put out you have seen in real life at some point in your life kids beating up another kid uh, her, sexual harassment whatever you've right. seen every hand on the shoulder they had yeah 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 uh, oh the well actually um yeah oh yeah that shit uh, i yeah i i've i've cut not i i've said some shit one time like bro let her finish you know what i mean like what and it's weird that people do that it's weird that people just interrupt and just like try to take over from from where that person is 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 talking and i think that that's i think that's super rude it's such a weird thing too because like i could understand being like hey just to make sure i'm understanding are you saying and then you fill in whatever your thing is that i'm like okay you're trying to you're telling me how you made sense of it and asking me if that was correct. That's fine. But don't turn to the room that I'm already talking to and say what I think she meant was. Because right. you don't even have to do that. I'm right here. <laughs> like, that yeah, has happened to me in corporate yeah. offices for almost my whole career. It is so stupid. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't. You know, I don't know if dudes don't do it to other dudes because they'll give them the look like I'll beat your ass, maybe. Or is it just that women is it just that men think that women aren't like I feel like some some dudes really think that women aren't as smart as men and shouldn't be there still. Yeah, it's just, it just shouldn't be in that. In, you know, okay. Yeah. Women has you go with some ideas and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's the I, same it's, kind of person. Like you know, don't you want to be home with your kids? What kind of mom? Wow, they don't ever say wow. stuff like that to your dad, to the men. You know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff just exists. And I, I think there are some that absolutely think women aren't smart enough to be doing anything, or that you know because we bleed 
once a month, we couldn't possibly have enough br- blood in our brains to keep us functional the whole right. time. Uh, you know, things like that. Um, there, there's there's that. But I also think it's just that because uh, there's there's even guys that like, you know, are sensitive to women or care about women that do this in kind of a mild way, too, where it, it's this weird caretakeriness that some mm-hmm. men have towards women that when they're doing it, when we don't even need it. Like there, there's right. times and places for it. I'm not a big girl. I'm not a strong mm-hmm. girl. So if some shit goes down and I'm standing next to, you know, my husband or, you know, you and I are hanging out and something goes down, I imagine I'm a hide behind one of y'all. <laughs> Because right. you're bigger than me. But if I'm sitting there at a board meeting and I'm a se- like I'm a senior level manager at a corporation and someone goes, well, what I think she meant was I'm going to need to to have more people than just me go. Hold on. Yeah. She just said what she meant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, do you think that and I and I and I think that may have that may have happened to me once. And I'm not trying to equate what happened. But in a sense that like, do, do you think that they kind of. They kind of, well, I guess the the, the kind of type allies are kind of tr- kind of trying to um, amplify what you're saying, so other people hear it. They feel as though they are doing that, but in a way, they are actually still like they pushing think they're you doing allyship, but they're actually it, in the way that like a white right. person who thinks they're not racist, you know, is like I have black friends, like right. that kind of right. thing. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are people that like. I think for any scenario we come up with, there is somebody who has done that version of it. But I think a lot of it has to do with our conditioning, like how, like even even you, like uh, this is something that that you've heard me say a couple times where I'm just like, dude, I love how you turned out because like I I remember you as a kid, you know, we we, we were in the same house and stuff like that. Huh. And you had all the potential to turn out to be a, a bro dude. Like right. you have right. tons of brothers. You had tons of boys in your house. You were mm-hmm. on football. You played all the sports. You had all the possible and you also had like a an alpha type dad. You had all the possible ingredients to turn into a dude, bro. But you're, I mean, you're big, but you're like sweet. You're funny. You're you're gentle with your daughters. You're, you know, like you're a Disney dude. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. you know, like there's things about you that is that is hella tough for sure. There's no doubt about it. But you don't at any point make me as your female friend feel like your female friend like i feel Mm. like you and i are just boys and it's fine like at no point do i ever have to go oh gosh oh oops (laughs) that's the first time i dropped it i'll fix it i'll fix it in post um i'm usually better about that shit you know but i'm i'm never out here going like you know blur vision (sighs) once again you know i don't ever have Mm -hmm. any moments Mm -hmm. like that with you and I talk to you every week. Right, right. Um, and, and so to know that like you could grow up in the environment you grew up in and be the kind of dude that you are, you know, sensitive to women's issues and, you know, paying attention, having an awareness. There's another thing you do. And it's something I noted the other day when um, I forget who posted about something, but you said something. And I was like, oh, you know what else you do? You you always make sure you learn the names of whoever you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And then you repeat their name at them throughout the conversation. And I I know that's probably maybe that's from your sales background i don't know right but you have a way of like humanizing the people that are serving you right and and humanizing the pe- people that the way the people that are talking to you in a way that's just like you don't get a lot of dudes and i'm not sitting here just like sucking your dick on um, <laughs> podcasts or anything like that like i'm just saying like i'm noting like you're a good right. dude and so when when i see something problematic and i bring it to the show and i'm like blah 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 
I'm never concerned that you and I aren't going to see eye to eye. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't have... No, but I mean, and and you are right. I mean, and thank you. Uh, But you are right. I mean, I had, I had all of the makings of that because of, like you said, I have five brothers. You know what I mean? Um, You know, my dad was real tough, military dude. Um, You know what I mean? So I I don't know if it's um, my mama's boyishness or I just, you know, I've always... I don't know. I've always treated people, you know what I mean? Like I would want to be treated. I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, there are different things that I picked up on and I was like, you know, hey, I like that respect that that shows somebody or I like this or that or whatever. And I'm just, you know, trying to be more than like treating people how you want to be treated. I think you treat people how they tell you they show you they want to be treated like that's what i'm saying like you have an awareness or an empathy that someone with your stature could easily get away with not having (laughs) right no no yeah just basis on on your size alone you know um but you're just yeah like i don't know i I, that's something i I, i'm really excited Mm -hmm. about seeing as you as you became a man and and you know now we're middle-aged together and shit like that like because you yeah you could have like i'm probably sometimes a little more chauvinistic than you (laughs) sometimes (laughs) not because i'm trying to be a bad representation of my gender but like sometimes yeah um yeah so sometimes it comes out you know it does it is what it is um but yeah like (laughs) there's just there's moments that you and i have had where i'm just like i'll sit there and i'll even come home and tell tree or or you know get off the the phone call and tell I'm like, man, I fucking love how he turned out, you know, (laughs) because you could have. Hey, did you know that you're the you're the uh, only human to have given me a black eye? Am I? Yeah, it was total accident. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember devil it? Devil story, yeah, devil story. You were in fourth grade. We were in fourth grade, <laughs> and you got a C on a, on a. I think it was a math test or spelling or something. And you were showing your mom, and you got so excited. And my little dumbass is walking up behind you, and you throw your arms in a in a high wide V, and I walked right into your face, <laughs> and I got my first black eye. Yeah, um, damn. My second black I, eye yeah. came from my cat. She bought me in the in damn. The, she bought she got her paw between my glasses and my eyeball and went and um oh snap and so i kept bouncing up against my glasses and back into my eyes so yeah she 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 was my second black eye yeah Yeah. i mean back back then though it was you know and it's funny because like now i you know i'm like i try to be as i try to be you know like when i when i found out that i had add in high school then i realized like bro i don't need to like i should try to be smart you know what i'm saying like they're not trying to, you know, like it, it should try, you know, <laughs> so, but, um, so, but back then, yes, I was happy for the seat, you know what I mean? So you were, I it's, had to give somebody a black eye for it. Yeah, you, know you did. Mean? It was like, shit, we, we gotta celebrate. It's, it's, it's eye popping. Come here, show me, show me your, show me your face. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. See, I said your name now, see? Oh, but I had, my name's out. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I just remember how excited you yeah. were. It's funny. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I got a weird memory about that. But yeah, like going back to the Gillette thing. Um, yes. I, I just think like, you know, I didn't uh, didn't have to be concerned that you wouldn't have seen the same types of things. But exactly. also yeah. like, I think too, you have, I don't know how this turned into us talking about, I, I don't know how I us, did that, yeah. but like you have an awareness of people and situations. I think that because look, you're asking questions. Do you think it's this or do you think it's that, you know? 
You're right. not just straight out going to, well, you know, he, she probably wasn't clear. And so a man had to step in, you know. <laughs> somebody, somebody had a mansplained it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's what she um, mean. That, and, yeah. And that's, and I, I, you know, that is a, that is a weird term, but it, you know, like white explain mansplain. It's, it is, it happens. You know what I'm saying? So is that, you know, I, it's, it's weird how people, you know, they'll, they'll see these commercials and they, and they try to say that, you know, hey, I, you know, you know, that's just, a, you're just a shaving company. Why are you preaching to me? Still, don't preach to me. Like, these are the same people, most of them conservatives, that go to church all the time, but don't want a company to tell, you don't want a company to tell them to, you know what I mean? Hey, treat each other nicely. You know what I mean? Well, it's funny too, because people are like, well, I'm going to protest any Gillette products or whatever, but Gillette is owned by Procter and Gamble. Yeah. And so you're seeing people tweet or post things where they're like, oh, I'm going to go to this company or that company. Be like, guess what? That company is owned by Procter and Gamble too. Like, so if you're trying to pull your money out of something you don't support because they had a preachy and quotation fingers, uh, you know, commercial, then there's so many other things you're going to have to eliminate. They fucking own everything. And that's what's hard to do our protest when we want to protest, because there's all this other fallout that we have to pay attention to to be able to go that far. But also. It's advertising. You could say the right. same thing for when they have, you know, sexy women in a beer commercial and shit like that. And right. Like, you know, don't try to sexualize my alcoholic beverage. Like, you could be that crazy. You could sit there could. And, and fight those types of things, too, with the same venom that these really sensitive um, dudes are to this. And it's so funny. They're... Their reaction to the commercial shows that the commercial was intended for them. Right. A lot. That, I, that, and that's what I saw a lot is that guys that that I know are that type of guy felt some type of way about it. And and, and I had this. I had to really, you know, I had to really step back and be like, well, let me ask you this. What did you you know, what did you not like about the commercial? What was it that that struck a nerve with you? And they and they're pretty much. But, you know, I just don't. And I said, if because if it made you feel some way, then obviously you feel as though it's coming after you in a sense. You know what I mean? I get I get defensive when shit that I do is not right, like right away. Like if you say something, I might be like, well, I, I see, I was trying, you know, and I try to explain myself out of it. But and I feel as though that's what a lot of dudes were doing. Like, you know, what, bro, you know, you, you don't even. And it's like, bro, if you it, 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 yeah, listen, if you're feeling that way, it struck a nerve with you. And that's what advertising is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what this marketing is supposed to do. It's supposed to make you say, damn, son, you know, what I mean, like I. I do this or, you know, um, you know, I don't want my kid to beat some kid's ass because he had something that, you know, my kid has, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe my, you know, we have friends and people we grew up with, um, you know, without, without saying names, I wonder if you can guess who I'm talking about where, yeah. where a homeboy had someone show up at his door and was like ready to fight him. And he was not going outside. And then his dad was like, you better go outside and fight him. You better not come home. Like you come home, uh, the victor or the loser, but you better come home after your fight type of thing. Right. You know, we, we grew up with dudes that, that had that type of situation. And so if it struck a chord with one of those kinds of parents, you know, like, well, we'll make our boys soft or whatever the fuck. What's wrong with a little bit of softness? What's what's wrong with, you know, if you're going to consider that soft, which I wouldn't. But like, what's wrong with a little bit of empathy? That seems to be the thing that we lack a great deal of nowadays. It's 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 to me, I feel as though a lot of people are just. I don't know if they're stuck in those ways or what, but like, I mean, I saw I saw something the other day and it kind of goes through that, you know, that parenting is that. I saw something the other day. It's like, you know, you want, you know, all these women want men 
like some of these women want men that, you know, I want a, you know, a sensitive guy and I want him to be able to cook and clean and, you know, this and that. Yet we don't do that for our young boys. We don't give them vacuums. We don't give them right. a little kitchen set in the right. bedroom. We only do the, you know, the Tonka trucks and the, you know, and the lawn mowers and the, you know what I mean? Like, how about we change the whole everything? So everybody just is, you know, it is what it is, you yeah. know, like that's, that's how you grew up. You know, we I grew up this stuff on a rotation. Tonight's the boys nights in the kitchen and, mm-hmm. you know, the girls nights out and, and doing, you know, manual labor of some sort around the house and flip it, you know, flip it around back around so that everybody gets a chance to learn all sides because one. You don't know if you're going to stay single for the rest of your life. And it might be helpful to have some basic taking care of yourself skills. And two, you may enjoy it. it you know, it's right. interesting that like women have or tend to be responsible gender wise to take care of the household or whatever and cook and clean and all that stuff. But it's men who are the renowned chefs of the world. Like right. if you're going to be at like executive level version of something, you can be a man doing a, you know, quote unquote domestic or woman's. Mm-hmm. job but at at the home you know it's the same thing and this thing always makes me hella ragey when someone says i gotta babysit my kids tonight my kids <laughs> you have to <laughs> like you have to babysit wow. your own children who came out of your own body like huh yeah. <laughs> it, it drives me nuts when i hear men say that and i i've i've corrected bosses that have said shit like that too because i'm just like come on these are your own fucking kids you're not yeah. babysitting you're parenting it, yeah it's it's what you do bro it's what you do when you have children you know be yeah. a part of it. And so. I, I like I like how engaged you are with your kids. I mean, you got you, you got all the sports that, you, that you're doing with mm-hmm. them. You're nurturing Bean's uh, clear interest in general blurtery, um, <laughs> yes. which I know you get as much out of it as she does because you're just yeah. like, she's into it. Like <laughs> I've gotten <laughs> exactly. pl- plenty of message from, from you where you're just like, she's into this. And, yeah. uh, and that's fun. Um, and I know, you know, Rice, she's still younger, so maybe she'll wow. come around and be on it, but maybe she'll be into other things and that'll be fine too um but like i've always done things where like if my friends had girl children i would buy them like the the ratchet sets you know like the Mm -hmm, the kitty mm -hmm. ratchet sets and whatever and one of my friends her daughter used to go around trying to fix doors all the time because i gave her this big old plastic wrench and socket thing or whatever and she had a little toy that she could build things like that but then she started taking around the house trying to take shit apart but look at what it did look at how excited she is about that and she's not sitting there trying to do selfies or something at four years old and says she's trying to fix a door like i think there's some value to it and and things that i wish would have been nurtured in me when i wasn't with like when i was with my aunt she took care of that kind of stuff she made sure we had an appreciation and understanding of things that weren't necessarily typical for our gender and all that kind of stuff but like growing up that wasn't necessarily the case the whole time so and i think this commercial the gillette thing is an example of that like yeah the people who are upset these are the all lives matter people right this is Mm -hmm. the you will not replace us this is boys will be boys and this is just how we roll and you need to accept it but we but they're not even like we just have to accept it they don't have to accept that we're trying to be like nah not anymore right you know right. this yeah. is the way it's always been so yeah <laughs> um yeah i didn't mean to go on and on about that one or turn it into yeah. like a, a praise blurred vision fest but i like i feel like it's important <laughs> to kind of let your dudes know that that they're doing all right in that respect and, right. and you're you know you're one of one of my dudes that are that's doing yeah, right man. i mean it would be really hard to do this show if i was always like oh, pause right. <laughs> you pause. know like, listen we <laughs> you want me to call you out on the show choice. or you want me to call you out on pause you tell me exactly um, yeah like i like that we don't have we don't have to worry about that kind of stuff so um well there there was that 
Um, and then, uh, yeah. So let's let's be better. Just it, be best. Just How about be be, best. let's be best? Just be best, everybody. <laughs> God. Okay. I hate everything. Yes, I hate it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. McDonald's fillet of fish on silver platters in the White House. He yeah. Those yeah. So, <laughs> yeah those it's it's cold. funny because I uh, I'm going to see my family this weekend, and uh, we have a uh, my my two younger brothers um, and uh, the homie. We have a um, a group text, and this last weekend they were gonna do like ribs and and chicken and shit. I was you know I'm just getting all the texts. I'm like, damn, damn. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, so I texted back. And I was like, y'all gonna cook for me like y'all gonna yeah, cook like I'm this when i get week. here next week <laughs> yeah like what what, what y'all doing and <laughs> my boy maul he said nah man you're gonna get the presidential treatment dog and it's like usually <laughs> that was <laughs> that used to be the opposite you know what i mean used to be <laughs> now it's like you getting a fucking cold rb sandwich and a cotton <laughs> fresh from little caesars and shit you know what i mean you know those patties were stiff as a board when those kids got to them burgers and hell yeah because you had to do uh, you know i usually wear a suit when i want to fucking eat you know wendy's wraps you know what i'm saying and then you had the dude lighting the fucking candles like bro really you set an ambiance for this shit right oh gosh it, yeah uh, we could do we could do a whole show on that let's it's get back to uh um greener pastures and uh blacker panthers okay blacker pastures <laughs> <laughs> let's do that part yeah we got some we got some happy black news we got um besides the seven nominations for black panther which we'll definitely get to and i got some i got some ugh, feelings too that we'll get into right. but we also have isa just got this pretty big honor of um, it was a, a, a year multi-year deal with Columbia, Columbia Pictures. Pictures yeah so yeah. she's gonna be helping with diversity in uh, in the uh, in the writers room and all that type of stuff I'm rooting for um, everybody black it's such so a they have a big thing. collab the writers room is so white male centric usually and you can tell it because that's what's in all of our you know the issues that they have are the issues we get to see played out on screen and not as much any intersectional people whatsoever so right. this is a big deal and uh, I didn't share this with you but I'm, I'm a member of this group called the Women in Media and mm-hmm. I happen to be friends with the executive director too Tema and she posted that she had a conversation with Regina uh, King the other day where you know after Regina King won her Golden Globe she, she made that um, statement. I just want to say that I'm going to use my platform right now to say in the next two years everything that I produce I am making a vow and it's going to be tough to make sure that everything that I produce that is 50% women and I just challenge anyone out there who anyone out there who is in a position of power not just in our industry in all industries I challenge you to challenge yourselves 
and stand with us in solidarity and do the same. And then, so Tema, the executive director of Women in Media, uh, she posted something. I don't know if she said she directly had the conversation or if the organization had the conversation, but Regina King has pledged to tap our resource as a group to find those women of color and stuff like that to put in um, in her productions because women in media is it's it's all it's all things it's camera women it's right. lighting it's sound it's it's you know all kinds of stuff and it's um you know a membership uh, uh, I think it's U.S. based for sure but so it's nice to see that that fast action Regina King makes a pledge. A week later, she's talking to women in media and she's like, how do I get to your thing? And we have our, we, you know, we have, we pay a membership, but we also have a a database where if we're looking for something, we can start there and try to find people, intersectional people. And it looks like that kind of stuff is happening. So that kind of stuff is great black news to be going on. But yeah, let's get into this uh, Marvel thing. And I'm going to pull up the nominations so that I, it'll make sense when I'm complaining about some of it. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, yeah. What are the, what are the nominees? So the nominees. The nominee. So for Best Picture, which is the big headline about Black Panther, right, is that it's a comic book movie that is in uh, getting a Best Picture not. A Star is Born, fucking why. Roma, I still haven't seen it yet, but I hear it's beautiful. Green Book, problematic as fuck. We all knew it was problematic going into it, but they're like, oh, we're supposed to vote for a black movie. Uh, the Favorite, which 20 years ago would have been a movie Charmaine would have gone to, but now Charmaine's going to have to catch that on free when it comes on demand or some shit because I'm not <laughs> going to pay for that. Uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Vice. I have heard th- good things about Vice. I've heard mixed reviews about Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Uh, we talked about Black Klansman. We both liked it. I don't know if I would... I certainly wouldn't vote for it over Black Panther in this particular category if I was a voting member of the Academy. But right. um, but it's nice to see... I mean, in fairness, there's three Black-oriented movies in Best Picture, in which top. is pretty right. amazing. Right. Right. Um, even if one of them's super-duper problematic. <laughs> um, what and, and, and what is... What do you... Or just for everybody out there, what is problematic with the green book so the green book is supposed to be the true story mm-hmm. of a gay black uh musician who Don, dr don shirley who is traveling into the south um to give a concert tour and he hires or somebody hires this white mobbed up dude to be his personal driver while he's in the south and he's supposed to be you know like the typical mobster type of dude and and whatever and so and and not as affluent as Don Shirley but somehow in all of their differences they become BFFs what um, they see common ground yeah like the white dude sees that the black dude is a human <laughs> even though he's gay too like and what's problematic besides that trope being done to fucking death in Hollywood mm-hmm. white guy sees black guy as human the Don Shirley Shirley's family has been clear from the drop. They were not friends. They did not friend up. They've been trying to sell this story or his family, his descendants, um, the white dude's descendants, have been trying to share, uh, sell this story forever. They've always had money issues. They've been trying to sell the story. And the Shirley family and estate did not sign off on this being okay. And you can tell that because in the Golden Globes, when they get, I forget which award they got, but like the son of the white dude stood up and was just like, my family and this and that and we're happy or whatever and like even though Marshall Ali like has since acknowledged that he didn't realize which he should have realized 
um, that the family wasn't down for it and everything like that. He didn't mention it in his acceptance speech for for Best uh, Supporting Actor. He just, like, is riding that award wave. And it's just, like, I... It just... It sucks that of all the black movies that they could have put out, they decided to put out a false one. You know, a false based a true on on a a true story. So I'm not thrilled that that's still getting attention, even though the the Shirley family has come out against it and everything like that. Unfortunately, that one, too, is is executive produced by Octavia Spencer. So there's, like, other Mm -hmm. things, too, where, like, y'all didn't check? You know you did. Right, You couldn't have found another story because you know there's some out there. Like, I wouldn't even have been mad if it was white dude finds black dude human if it was true to what happened. Right, 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 right. Like, I, I, like, and that's what, and that's the thing is, like, do you think that, um, you know, because black movies like that with executive producers that are black, uh, you know, or directors that are black, not just, I'm uh, not this one, but with directors that are black or, you know, do you think that when because and, and I'm just going to say it because a lot of them are writing off the fact that Black Panther did so well. Right. And right. so a lot Absolutely. of the a lot of people are like, oh, shit, we can give black directors and black, you know, uh, cinematographers and black people money and they can make movies and black people watch that. I, that's weird to me. I don't know how that works. You know, <laughs> you know, but the, do you think that at some point some of some of the directors have to say uh, or, or EPs have to say, hey, I understand that they're giving out this money to us. But I have to be true to the story that that it is. Yeah. Like or do you think that they're saying, yeah, or are they saying, oh, shit, we got money. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Because, oh, they're giving money out now. Let's do whatever story that's giving us money and we can get out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't tell. I mean, I don't want to say anything bad against Octavia Spencer because I, I really do like her. But I mean, she does make some choices with her acting. She, you know, she 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 was in the help which was a horrible adaptation of what was a really decent book she you know she has done a lot of servitude roles before which you like i guess you get it like sometimes that is what's available and you're trying to tell somebody not to take a paycheck just because of a principal you know things like that but now that she can write her ticket you know now that she has oscar uh oscars behind her and things like that other awards behind her I feel like now it's now it is the time to have that responsibility to the community as a whole to to tell the right black stories. That's the thing right there. That's what I'm saying is like, I don't know if they're just like we need to tell black stories or do we need to make sure that they're the right black story? You know what I mean? You know, it sucks when when whenever you're a minority of any type, right? Like you have the responsibility, the extra responsibility that white folks don't have the perform 10 times as as well for to get half the respect and you know blah 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 blah. we 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 contend against all those things black and brown people gay gender non-conforming differently able-bodied you know stuff like that like any any person that's kind of in a a minority group has a version of this but and and you want to get to the point when it's okay for us to make trash too you absolutely want us to be able to have the freedom to make trash too but we kind of feel that because it's such a limited pool that we have to draw from try to make all of it good now so that down the road we can make the trash and no one bat an eye because right now if we make trash people are going to notice you know right and that no, sucks I hate it. like as a mixed person I hate saying that as a mixed black person I really hate saying that as a pro-black person I hate trying to put uh, restrictions on black art you know right 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's kind of like don't make me say shit like this like just do better so well, I don't have to say stupid just, shit like this so I, <laughs> you know? exactly, exactly. Um, I mean ultimate freedom would be able would be being able to make trash and be like so white people been doing it you know but I don't know yep. so I did I not mean, go to see this and I won't see it because of yeah. that um, I actually have a screener of it if you wanted to just not pay for it oh, okay um, yeah so I, I get that um, the um, damn now I forgot where we were going with that oh um, yeah I totally <laughs> well, forgot. okay. So, uh, going down, continuing on down that line, right. the other things okay. that that are problematic about Black Panther got no acting nods. You're gonna tell me Michael right. B. Jordan's Killmonger doesn't right. deserve a Best Supporting Actor nod, but you can put Marshall on Lady Ali. fucking Gaga. Or Isn't Lady she on there? Yeah, Lady Gaga is. You know, Bradley Cooper is really. Was he. I mean, I didn't see A Star is Born because I don't care. But you're going to tell me Bradley Cooper <laughs> was better in A Star is Born than Chadwick Boseman is as, as Black Panther? You're going right. to tell me that? Uh, be, it's because people. Did you know that Bradley Cooper can sing too? I, you know, I heard that song the other day. He cannot sing. What he are can't. you talking about? But these are people that think Bruce Springsteen can fucking sing. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? So. Like, yeah, come it's on, not my cup of tea. So here, here's my thing about the best actor category. I would nominate Bradley Cooper for Rocket before I would nominate <laughs> yes. Bradley Cooper for any live action thing he has ever done. Right. Like I like I like that. I like that. <laughs> Rocket actually touches my heart sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking He's a good father. He's a good <laughs> man. Like I I get him. I get his, you know, I'm damaged so I push you away but really I'm a softy thing. Hello, that's my whole deal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like come on man you know you tapped into something right like come yeah. on so yeah. all right you're gonna tell me that there's not an actor that uh lapita nongo deny you're gonna tell me none of them shit even the small you know the the i mean you got letitia you got angela bassett you can tell me none of them was enough to mm. stand out but we got right. some of these bullshit things like okay fine all right so we get best picture that somehow has no best actor nod all right fine Let's go down to directing. Alfonso Cuaron from Roma, who won um, the Golden Globe. Spike Lee for Klansman. About goddamn time, right? Um, Paul Palakowski for Cold War. All right, fine. I don't know who you are. Uh, Yorgos. What what movie is that? I've I've seen a poster for it down my street. I could not tell you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume it's about Russia because it says Cold War, but it could be about anything. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to tell you from the poster. Um, The next (laughs) one is Yorgos Lanthimos, or however you say his name i'm not even gonna try uh for the favorite again don't care adam mckay for vice adam mckay for vice is interesting to me even though i haven't seen vice yet but i i will mm-hmm. he's interesting because he's a comedy writer by trade he is a uh, will right. ferrell's writing partner from way back those two he's, have been he's down together. and down dude yeah yeah he he wrote talladega nights he wrote mm-hmm. um pretty much anything will ferrell's ever been in he wrote for saturday night live for a really long time he wrote for parks and rec for you know things like that so him getting this dramatic directing nod is is pretty impressive you know so like because if you look at what what the subject is i think it was so crazy i mean at the time let's think of it at the time now now the fucking white house is a is a joke in itself right we're two years we're we're only two years in bro like but back then we thought it was like crazy and farcical at that time but so maybe that's why he's like you know he's able to to write well with it you know i know i haven't seen it but yeah we'll have to see yeah uh yeah i'm i i want to see it i want to 
Especially, and just off the cuff, like, looking at the nods, like, if these are the five guys I have to choose for, and guys, again, men, um, no no women directing nods, um, then I might have to go with Spike Lee or Adam McKay, because the other ones, I I don't have any interest in seeing their movies, necessarily. They, but Ryan they, They've been trying. Yeah, they've been trying to give um, Karan... Did he win one before? He... Well, I don't know if he was one on... Gravity? Uh, uh, yeah, I, no, I think he may have for Gravity, but like he he won for Roma for the Golden Globe, I believe. He definitely got right. up to speak, so so that and like I like his stuff, but he's awarded. He's an awarded right. dude. He, yeah, because um, yeah. he he did the uh, the other one too, like the the one that starts with an R. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio fights a bear, has a half. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, um, exactly. That's who he won. He yeah, wanted like to... he, he's got some medals. You know, I don't understand how the best picture or one of the best picture nominations don't also like you 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 almost feel like best picture has to have a nod in every major category acting directing writing you know yeah those all seem to need to be a part of it and yet we're looking at the acting and the directing and we don't have a single black pack they're not in that sense that doesn't make any sense to me i think it makes a sense in a sense in a sense (laughs) that they i feel as though ever since when it was super duper white remember when it was was it emmy so white oscar so white i mean oscar so white yeah um i feel as though they're like well um, we could I, their mu- the music was awesome. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, Nobody's I mean, I get music nods. We've been getting right, music right. nods forever. I mean, that is true. I mean, I just feel as though they try they they try to put us in there somewhere. They try to fit us in. I know that they should win. I, I don't think they're gonna. And, and I'm just being really real. Yeah. Like, I would love, dude. If they won Best Picture, you know, that would just blow people's fucking head off. That like, would literal. make me feel like when. Three Six Mafia yeah. got the Oscar <laughs> yeah. for right. hard for pimp. You don't understand. I was mm-hmm. I was at mm-hmm. an actual Oscar party thrown by my film festival that I was working with at the time, and I forgot I was on the job. I went fucking nuts when that nice. happened um, because and I like I'm not even necessarily a Dirty South type of you know mm-hmm. enthusiast, mm-hmm. but I was a hundred percent in for the words hard out here for a pimp to be alongside academy award winner i was right. here for it so but if this one wins one that i actually have like my whole heart in oh my gosh i will have to take right. a week off right. of work right. i won't be no, functional yeah I mean, and um yeah i mean it's 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 one of those things where it would be ridiculous but i think that the one thing that it did better than any movie that i know of is it has to win is it um which one is it visuals something just because of the way that yeah just because of the way that i don't know not not even visual effects what other ones that well they they also received nods for the original score Mm -hmm. for the um uh let's see what is it costume design sound editing Mm -hmm. and sound mixing um they got a nod for both of those original score and best song they got costume design i'm surprised they didn't get hairstyling but that's because people don't understand black hair uh they didn't they they didn't get it for like cinematography because that the the lighting and just and i'm just coming off of that that episode about uh you know just the the episode of um of uh, blackish the other day like just the lighting 
the way that they, they to like took black just people. right like seriously it's not that fuck like you guys go and I mean I see white people you know what I'm saying you guys go to fucking uh, a camera store and take a six hour weekend thing just to take pictures of flowers yet when it's, you're a great director and you still don't take the time to just like oh the camera's okay I mean the lighting's whatever you you should know how to light the people in your films you know what I mean and it's still like this is the first time that I was like bro everybody every tone is different everybody's skin tone's mm-hmm. different but you and everybody stood out and all the colors were pop. It was, and it you was, can see every person that was on the screen at the same time. No one was blown right. out. No one was too dark. Exactly. No it's not that, and, and it shows you it's not that hard. It's like I feel as though possible. people just think it's it's, it's it's just hard. You know, you know. Then we have to put so much more time into. It's, okay. it's not that hard, bro. Put more time in. Who cares? Get get a whole another month, bro. We, yeah. We'll be there and we'll come out to see it. I mean, to this to this day, Black Panther is the highest grossing film of 2018. So yeah. obviously something. Went right. Oh, production design is the other one that they got. They got production, production design. design. Well. Mm-hmm. They didn't get any effects. They didn't get any of the effects nominations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Man. So like as excited and hyped as I am that seven Academy Award nominations have gone towards not only my favorite movie of 2018 but Mm -hmm. you know primarily black movie but as a comic book blurred I mean uh, I've been here like I don't understand why popular movies aren't getting more awards anyway like the academy doesn't necessarily always have to be art house dramas because you know what that's primarily going to give them to Europeans and white Americans like that's going to happen but if you go off of you know actual popular movies then and you're going to tell me that this is one of the possible best films of the whole year then you need to show me where else they were the best. And you can't right. tell me it can't, it wasn't acting because that's integral to a best picture, a person, a picture being the best movie. You can't tell me it's not directing because that's integral <laughs> to a movie being mm-hmm. the best picture. Like that, it just doesn't make any sense. And I'm really disappointed for, for Ryan because, you know, he was, not that he's out here campaigning for, I don't know if he necessarily is, but he, he was campaigning for trust black people to make black movies. Right. Because we're gonna be fine you're gonna get your box office you're gonna make it they just will if they trust it so that's why like i'm you know it's a mix it's bittersweet i'm hyped to the seven nominations i'm so hyped for that but how are you gonna tell me they didn't deserve an acting and directing nod right, like that's right. that's my big beef i was confused about that right no, it's 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 like I mean it's still it's still those uh, I don't know it's still the the snobbishness in in the academy though you know what I mean yeah. like it's like it was hard as fuck for Roma because it was a Netflix show and they had to put it in theaters for a week or some shit just so that they can be you know it doesn't fit our criteria then yeah. you know what I mean then they kind of went around it or whatever but you know it's there is a bit of snob snobberies mm-hmm. in that in that whole in that whole you know a whole thing so yeah yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. I mean, we're probably in a transition period anyway because they finally started getting more black people and other intersectional people in the academy. They've right. extended more invitations and things like that. In, ter- in terms of like who's the governing body who actually decides who gets picked and stuff like that, right. you know, until you diversify all at all levels, we're not going to see as many changes because after the year of Oscars so white, the next year we get, you know, Barry Jenkins and Moonlight wins and 
blah 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the year after that we go right back to oscar so right white back again to it. Right so, back to it. you know here is a time where we're going to see prim- you know primarily black but you know some poc nods across the uh, across the uh you know nominations i'm still not going to be even a little bit surprised if it's white 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 all the way down and then mm-hmm. roma <laughs> Right, right. Because it's, you know, palatable POC. It is. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's... So, yeah, until we start seeing that at every level, I, I don't think we're going to see quite the change that we want to see. But, you know, I'm at this point, like, I'm not even tripping about it. I'm like, it is it's proof positive now that black people will, will come out for black movies. Bill Street, even though it has a very limited release, is another film that is, you know, is still crit- critically. I don't know why we're not seeing more Bill Street on these lists. That doesn't make right. any sense to me. And again, if you want to see black people lit properly in a way that makes their bodies look warm and human bill street you know for sure bill street but yeah so it's it's a mixed bag it's like like for every it sucks to feel this way like for every boon we get there is still an underlining uh you know Right, right. And it doesn't mean exactly. that I'm not happy or grateful for, for any change. Of course I am. But, you know, it's not, it, it's like Ruth Bader Ginsburg says, until there are nine, until it's possible that all categories could be full of black movies and not a single white movie, then we're, then we're not equal. And right, we right. want, you know, we want to be able to see it flip like that. And when she says until there are nine has been, that's when we can finally say well, women are equal until there, it's possible that nine women can sit on the Supreme Court it's not equal so um, so yeah I and I think that's that's probably a good spot to end on (laughs) you know I I think that's what it is like I'm I'm gonna be excited I am gonna watch the Oscar I you know I'm I'm gonna be here and celebrating for Black Panther I I feel bad though that like the cast is gonna have to walk those red carpets and campaign hard for a movie that they're not even acknowledged for how are you not acknowledged when you're part of the reason why it got the acknowledgement that it got like it's such a silly it doesn't make any sense to me it It really doesn't I would have liked to see a nod of any kind um, in the academy towards Michael B. Jordan because his Killmonger was like it was, there was I liked it. how many of us mixed black or black could not identify with him Americans right. black Americans I mean mm-hmm. I know you know you got you got a couple you got your hoteps and you got your whatever the what are those special and sparkle or diamond and silk or gold and <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about those two ladies that, yeah. you know yeah. whatever their deal is like all right fine they probably didn't relate to Killmonger too but primarily nah, you yeah. know tell me you couldn't walk outside right now and be like black folks could you identify with Killmonger <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's why that's why he was such a good, you know, and that's why he was such a good, um, uh, quote unquote, villain. Yeah, because we could relate with him and he was he was right a little bit. You feel me? Like, bit, you know, like, yeah, yeah, sure. He's got his problematic areas, but we get it. Like, you know, we talk he's about anti-heroes, but we don't talk about anti-villains. And he, his character is probably the, the best way to describe like a, a person as an anti-villain of anybody. He is right. There is good intention behind what he's doing. He's doing it wrong and he's fucking up. But you understand why, because you understand his life. And and that was the other part. And, and maybe this is what is missing for white people in terms of voting for Black Panther is that Ryan didn't have to fill in the blanks for us. We got to see enough of his childhood even though he wasn't in the major scene. We basically got to see his father and then we got to see him as a man 
And we were like, oh, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, you know, yeah, maybe understood. white people need to understand a little bit more what happened to baby Killmonger to, to for him to be what he is. But, you know, for us, we didn't like we need the film. Yeah, because and, and we and we looked at it like that was that's character development. That wasn't that wasn't there. And maybe that's why that you go, wait, we, we need to see, you know, his push. But if you think about it, just that that harboring uh, uh, and the way that he pushed himself to get through all of that, and he was super smart and all that type of shit like yeah you we we know that feeling you know what i mean yeah he like, even <clears throat> added to his own suffering to do what he had to do and i think uh, mm-hmm. that's another thing you know in 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 the physical way by marking his body for his kills right. in right. a um in just sort of like not having a regular ass life kind of way you know in terms of what he's doing for a living and everything like that i don't know how many of us wouldn't relate to that you know in the black or mixed black community because we feel like majority of the things we're doing is some form of sacrifice just to be able like sometimes I'm sacrificing opportunities or well, not necessarily opportunities but I'm not working in primarily black spaces I end up doing a lot of corporate work in primarily white spaces and I'm the only POC or woman or LGBT person there mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's a kind of a sacrifice not being within my community so that I can try to break open some barriers so that people can follow follow me and if right. that means that I happen to skew the resumes towards people of color <laughs> instead of, you know, qualified white folks. You know, I'm talking about qualified people of color, but still, if I happen to skew the piles that way, you know, then that's my way, like, that's my way of paying back this for the sacrifice that I'm making by working in these spaces. Exactly. Um, I'm getting tired of that, and now I'm trying to work my way out of it, especially now in the, you know, <laughs> with the right. uh, stuff I'm doing at work and, and what I'm trying to do with these podcasts and stuff like that, like, put myself back in these spaces. But, um, you know, I think like that's my small little version of it you know there's there's bound to be other you know heavier versions where you know mothers that are working three jobs to put their kids through college and not complaining that they're you know shit Michelle Obama is an example of that you can hear it in her in her book Becoming where she talks about how much labor her parents did to put both of their children through Ivy League schools so that they can you know change the level of life that they had like that's that's a black sacrifice story that we get like you just have to tell us it happened and we're like oh okay no right. you know nothing else no 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 continue on with the movie good sir you know um, exactly <laughs> so yeah like i'm i mean i'm excited i i hate to i hate that it's a it's kind of tempered with the other stuff but like that's our reality i think right i mean we're gonna have to have we're gonna have to have a, um, an academy uh um show where we uh yeah where we talk about it so yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, three in the top. How many do they do now? Uh, they it they can do up to ten, but the, right. now they but can. Uh, so this time, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it looks like they put eight, eight. in this time, right. but they could go up to ten. So okay. Well, I mean, three, three. I mean, we'll, we'll say two, and then the one. But so three out of the eight. Yeah. Um, and then you know, and then uh, Roma I mean, is is POC as well. Roma's POC. Bohemian Rhapsody is gay. He is. And 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 Rami Malik. What is what is he? I mean, I know he's a POC, but I mean, like, what is his background? He's just listed as an American actor. I hate that. <laughs> I, I seriously, come on, internet, bro. You know that's not what we're asking you. He, he belongs <laughs> to Egyptian and Greek. Yeah. So Egyptian is African American. No, I mean he's from Egypt and from, Greek. So. He's from the red the red part of Africa. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it is. Isn't that a weird thing of where like you 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 want to be 
for like white people, you want to be like, you just need to look at us as Americans. But for us, we just like, you know, we want to know. <laughs> you know, we want to know because specific. for however many problematic <coughs> white people have been like, you're so exotic. Where are you from? There are plenty of black folks and other POCs who have been like, I need to identify you too. Yeah. You know, like tell me what, tell yeah. me what's a, you know, it's usually in the form of what they got all mixed up inside of you. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, like that. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that one doesn't hurt. The other one does. <laughs> <laughs> the other one does. <laughs> exactly. Because it's usually like a compliment. They're like, look at you, girl. What you got all mixed up inside of you? You know? And you're like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> no. Stupid. Anyways. So what do you want to do next week? You want to, what do you want to talk about? You want to, you want to try that X-Men thing? You want to We can't, I mean, we can't. I know I'm going to, I should be able to see glass this weekend. Oh yeah. If you do glass, we'll Um, do glass. If we do, if I do glass, we'll do glass. Mm -hmm. Um, you, I, you've been very good at not ruining it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't said shit. You are not snitching on it as of Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Okay. So then I will do my part. Okay. And yeah. And then we'll, we'll, uh, yeah. So there it is. All right. Cool. All right, girl. Have fun in in Sacktown this weekend. Yeah, I shall. I shall. Give give. uh, It's still it's still Sacramento, but I will. Yeah, you're always around people who care about, and hopefully you get. Hopefully you get the old style presidential uh, treatment, not the the new style presidential treatment. I mean, and then I think this presidential suite is just a. some Russian chicks have been in there and uh, <laughs> some pee on the bed. You know what I mean? So I don't know. You know. Yeah. So, all right. All right, girl. Well, have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. Blurred Comics is a Maine Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Maine and Blurred Vision, produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.